Hello and welcome to the Vermont League Podcast. I'm your host, former NFL scout, Tyler Rohn. Today's episode, I'll look back at the horrible performance on Sunday versus the Bills. This team never got going. We were dominated by the Bills defense and, of course, Josh Allen. I also previewed this week's divisional matchup versus the undefeated 3-0 Eagles. Another tough matchup this week facing the reigning NFC champs. I will also hit a little on fantasy football as well. A lot to get to, so here we go. All right, talking about the Bills game, I Sam Howell was bad. Bad. There's no doubt in that. Four interceptions, nine sacks. Um, he's the blitz is getting him rattled. It's going back to the preseason. You know, it definitely makes him you know slow down his process, which obviously needs to be the opposite. Maybe process to get the ball out quick, but he's holding out the ball way too long. And he admitted it today in his pr- uh, press conference for the week, his weekly Wednesday press conference. You know, he's a guy that has a lot of talent. He made some nice throws. A one down the sideline of Curtis Samuel. Another one a cold turn in the middle of the field. Um, you know, I, I, even after the game, like they said, he will learn from it, and he's not going to just forget about it. He's going to learn from this film and see how he can get better. I like everything that Sam does. I like his attitude, I like the way he approaches his game. I like his physical attributes. But it's going to be some growing pains, and obviously you don't want him to have four interceptions, but, you know, he's not going to be perfect every game either. Um, you know, the first one was a bad play. I mean, he was trying to get, fit it into Jahan. Great play by Terrell Bernard. Um, the second one um, was a blitz. He just threw it up to the to the flat. Tonyo Gibson, um, I think it was Micah Hyde that came down with it. The third one, it was kind of bad pressure allowed by Andrew Wiley. Shocker, Wiley was horrible again. Uh, but it really didn't allow Sam to step in and throw, and it got picked off. Also, intended Kurt Samuels in the end zone. That killed a lot of momentum they had. That, they were in the red zone there. Hopefully could have made it a game at that point. And then the last one, he's trying to make a play good over AJ Epinesa, but obviously looked really bad. Epinesa clearly easily picked it off. But, um, you know, he's trying to make a play towards the end of the game. So, I mean, there's lots of like from Sam, but he's obviously going to still be a lot of growing pains being this only his third career NFL start. He's 23 years old. Um, he's good. Definitely going to have to learn from this and realize that, you know, I like that he's not too rattled from every interception, but um, I also, you know, want him to th- – not have to think that he needs to do everything. When this team has a lot of good weapons, they need to use them more. There's Terry, Jahan, Curtis, Gibson, Brian Robinson. I don't want to, shouldn't have fall to fall on Sam. That's on the enemy to craft. And obviously, Sam could kind of change his mindset a little bit. O line was horrible. Now, Wiley was dominated by the D line all game. Um, he looked, got freaking crossed over to one play that caused a sack without even you know, being touched. It was kind of an in, in and out move. And Wiley looked shook like was a basketball player that got crossed over on a court. So um, he looked slow and outmatched. At this point, I'd love to see what Cornelius Lucas, you know, we see that he can at least be solid in years past. He might be an option. Even Lyle Collins is out there as a free agent. Yes, he's coming off 20 ACL, but he's got to be better than Wiley at this point. Interior was a little better, um, but there's just still no cohesion. You definitely could tell that there's still some misassignments, and you kind of, you know, this is like, I was supposed to get this guy, you're supposed to get that guy kind of thing. Um, that obviously comes with more experience in playing together, but um, I do like the interior with Gates, um, Charles, and Cosme, but again, no one had a great game. Olan obviously is a big issue that's need to be addressed in the offseason. You know, where is Terry Jahan and Jahan? They need the ball. I don't understand why they're not getting the ball. I know the enemy um, is coming from the Kansas City offense that featured tight ends and, you know, obviously Cole Turner's getting his looks. This team doesn't have a Travis Kelsey. So, um, and Travis Kelsey is figured is focused on bigger things like Taylor Hood right now anyway. So, uh, besides the point, but, um, you know, Terry and Jahan need to get involved here when it gets back to Washington. I mean, they're the two best receivers in this team, two best playmakers, two of the best players, period, of this team. They need to be involved. I, I, I don't know what it is. Bubble screen, slants. They need to take pressure off Sam and get the ball out quick and let you know those guys make plays for him. Cole Turner, a few nice plays. I really like his upside going forward. Maybe he could be the starting tight end in 2024 when Logan's contract is up. Um, his blocking has gotten better since his rookie year. I like Cole Turner. 
Robinson obviously needs the ball more, 70 yards and 10 carries. They need to run the ball. This is helping with Sam, you know, progress and not have to have everything fall on him. Let's run the ball. Let's get Robinson 15, 20 carries a game and ride him because he's been, I think it's 12 straight games, at least 50 yards. Robinson's proved that he's a really good quality starting running back in this league. Feeding the ball. Gibson's fumble was bad, obviously. I will tip my hat to him. He was trying to make a play. They're down 16 nothing, but he's got to have better ball security. I mean, this is two fumbles in three games now, going back to his really bad fumble issue in 2021. He was better last year, but I love Gibson's talent. I love his breakaway speed, but he has to hold on the ball because he can't be trusted if not. Moving on the defense, defense line made very little impact. They didn't do really anything, and this team can't win that way, especially without a you know top quarterback. You invest four first rounds that defensive line, they have to come up big. And, you know, they, they did get Josh off his spots, but obviously Josh thrives with that getting out of the pocket. They have to make more of an impact for this team to win. I know it's tough on them. I love that group. They're a great group, but, and I think they admit themselves, they didn't play the game they needed to for this team to win. This team relies on them. This is their bread and butter. Josh Allen's legs definitely made the difference. I mean, he needed a spy. They didn't do it too late. Jamin Davis should have been on as a spy more earlier in the game, but. It is what it is. Josh, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Great throws to Stefan Diggs. Diggs was completely wide open multiple times. I don't know how that happens. Slaps and coverages and stuff. But um, Allen obviously was great. I think Jameis keeps getting better. He played more this week. He should play every snap as opposed to Cody Barton playing every snap. I know that Barton's playing middle linebacker. But Jameis could play it at this point. I just think Jameis is a much better linebacker, much better talent, obviously. Great interception by Kendall Fuller. Great ball skills there. He's been absolutely a stud these first three games. Definitely a contrast to last year when he started slowly and finished strong. He's finished. He started out great this year, especially in a contract year. So really happy to see Kendall Fuller playing well. Derek Forrest had a poor game. He got beat on the touchdown to Gabe Davis. Cam Curl was just okay. Um, definitely need him in the secondary to step up more, especially with Cam trying to get paid. Um, you know, his defense has to be you know the, the best part of this team to have this team be successful. They didn't have a great game. Granted, they did you know hold them to 16 points for three quarters, and then it fell apart after that. And the Bills are a great team, and you know ran with it after that. But um, this team needs to make play uh, big game changing plays, turnovers. You know, like they did against Denver. Um, and, and I know it's too much relying on them every week, but they need to against good teams like Buffalo, and they will need to do it against Philly this week. I'm right, moving on to the Eagles game. The Eagles defense. You obviously got the front four: Brandon Graham, Derek Barnett off the edge, um, switching you know switching roles. Um, yeah. Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter in the interior, two back-to-back first-round players out of Georgia. Fletcher Cox is still there. Josh Sweat, um, Nolan Smith, the other first-rounder from Georgia. Obviously one of the best front fours in the NFL. Um, linebacker Nick Morrow, Zach Cunningham leads him in tackles. Um, uh, Riddick um, has had a great game. I mean, excuse me, Hassan Riddick has had a slow start to the season. Excuse me. He's only had, he hasn't had a sack yet, sack yet in three games. He just is coming off a thumb injury he suffered in the preseason, um, but hopefully this isn't his get-right game because he has been kind of um, been wandering on wander posts in Philly because he's not had a good start to the season. Secondary-wise, Darius Slay obviously is very corner, so is James Bradbury, Josh Joby, and Keely Ringo are playing um, with Avante Maddox and IR, Justin Evans, excuse me, Justin Evans and Reed Blankenship are there at safety. Excuse me, Blankenship is in one of the leads in the tackles of 19. Trotman has also been playing there as well, the former Pittsburgh Steeler and former Jay Tech Hokie. Um, Bradbury switched inside this last week with Maddox out and Joby was on the outside. Excuse me, Josh Job, former Alabama Crimson Tide player. It's obviously, Philadelphia has a good secondary, but Terry has been able to get he had 200 yard games in last year. He's always been a really good big eagle killer. Darius Lee's beat Darius Lake consistently. He's beat James Bradbury like a drum before when he was with the Giants. They can still make their plays against the secondary. Um, and Jahan is still one of the best route runners. I'm becoming route runners in this league, in, in my opinion. So, um, the secondary can be beat, and I think Washington can do it. Um, 
this is obviously a bad matchup for the whole line. Like I mentioned, Philly's even the best four defense lineman in the league, um, rotation-wise. So that's going to be a tough matchup. They really, really need to play and stand out. Keep it to three or four sacks. That'd be great, not nine. So for this team to win, they need to run the ball like they did last year, control the clock like they did in that upset win on Monday Night Football to give Philly their first loss last year. Have to control the clock. Give Robinson 20-plus carries. Gibson another five or ten. Quick game, whether it be screens, bubble screens, um, just get the ball out quick to Terry and Jahan and let them make plays for you. Curtis Samuel as well. Let Sam be a point guard. Just let him distribute the ball. He doesn't need to you know, be Superman. And obviously, he can't turn the ball over. You turn the ball over again like you did last week, they're going to lose again by 30 points. Um, obviously, it goes without saying. Like I said earlier, I like our wide receivers against their um, secondary and even Cole Turner or Logan Thomas and able to play. I think they can make plays. Philly defense, um, obviously still very good, but I don't think they're as good as they were last year. Um, but obviously this team is a tough matchup this week. Offensive line is going to be the biggest factor in this week. I think the offense will bounce back. They're going to, I just think they are. They're just being too confident, but I think the enemy's going to have them ready to play and Sam's going to want to show out. Doesn't mean I don't know if they'll win, but I think they'll just at least have a better better week. Um, Eagles offensively, obviously Jalen, he's 63 and 93 so far in these first three games. 650, 640 passing yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions, 31 carries, 100 yards, three touchdowns. Jalen has not looked like he has last year. He's not as sharp. He's been a little inaccurate. He's taken more chances. There's chances of Washington to make some plays. Hopefully, Manuel Forbes or Ken will get a pick. Um, DeAndre Smith's been with the, I think, the second leading rusher in the league so far, 308 yards with a 6.8 YPC. Kenneth Gainwell, their other second runner, he has had 97 yards and 28 carries. Obviously, have A.J. Brown, who had a big game last week. He had 230, he has 239 receiving yards. Devontae Smith had 206 yards and two touchdowns so far. Goddard has 11 catches at 63 yards, and really, that's their only three options. No one else has more than two catches, and that's um, Olamide Zacchaeus, um, who had a touchdown last week on Monday against Tampa. Obviously, they have a great line with Jordan Maialata, Lane Dickerson, Jason Kelsey, Cam Jurgens, Lane Johnson, and they have you know three top five players in their position in their line. It's a great line, but Washington defense line has to stand up. Like I said, they can't. They're not going to win if you know Chase and uh, Montez, Jonathan, Duran don't play. They should. Um, they have to con- contain um, uh, Jalen Hurts, unlike they did with. Um, Josh Allen, I would keep Jamin Davis as a spy because Jalen obviously can beat you. Obviously, there can be design runs as well. Um, Keon Devontae Smith, he was you know huge in the, at least the first matchup against Washington last year. He Kendall um, struggled with him, um, but obviously they can't give up big plays that they did last year in that place. AJ Brown's still one of the best receivers in the league, even though he's had a slow start of this year minus the Monday night against Tampa. Dallas uh, Scotter has a slow start of the year as well, uh, but I can look for him you know maybe to have his breakout game just because Washington struggles against tight ends sometimes. Run game is obviously huge. Um, Swift has had a great start, but I think it has a lot to do with their amazing offensive line. I think a lot of guys can run behind that offensive line and look good. Defense can hold their cold up and you know do their part. I really think they can. They only give up 16 points to Buffalo before that fourth quarter and all the turnovers. I think they could do the same thing. It's Philly. Obviously a tough matchup, and I think Washington will bounce back and play well, uh, but I just don't know if we'll be able to get the win. So I have Philly winning this one 24-16. Hopefully Washington can prove me wrong and get the win, but that's what I have going into this week four matchup. All right, looking at fantasy a little bit, you have C.J. Shroud, um, quarterback for the Houston Texans. He was a number two overall pick, obviously, this past year. He had another 20-point performance this past week against Jacksonville. They had a great, great game against them. It was a kind of a shocker having them dominate Jacksonville by two scores. C.J. Shroud has had over 900 yards passing his three games. He plays Pittsburgh this week. Um, they are at home. Maybe it's not a guy that you started this week, but someone that you can have keep as you know QBT or backup guy because um, he has a, he's had a great start to his career and has looked at the best rookie quarterback so far. Then you have, obviously, Devon Acne, 
uh, from the Dolphins. He had over 50 points last week, over 200 yards, four touchdowns. They're playing at Buffalo. Um, obviously, they're still going to kind of spread around those carries with him and Raheem Mostert, and even when Jeff Wilson gets back from injury. Um, but he's a young running back they like from Texas A&M, one of the fastest guys in the league already. Romeo Dobbs um, from Green Packers. They play on Thursday night against the Lions. He had 18 points last week. Definitely has a good rapport. Jordan Love um, has been the number one option these first two weeks, especially with Chris Watson out. And you have the Chargers receivers, Josh Palmer and Quentin Johnston from um, TCU, the rookie. Mike Williams, unfortunately, tore his ACL last week, so those guys are going to come in to stick up, step up in that number two row opposite of Keenan Allen. Um, I think either one of those guys, guys should pick a flyer up on it because I think they're going to have a bigger role in office going forward just by default, like I said, with Williams out for the rest of the year. They play Vegas this Sunday. And then lastly, Sam Porta. I think he's probably picked up in a lot of um, leagues already. Um, I actually drafted him. And going to the fan draft, I had a lot of faith in him. I liked him coming out of Iowa. And I knew he'd be the tight end one for Detroit, and he's had a great start to his career. He had 84 yards on a touchdown last week. They play on Green, at Green Bay on Thursday night. And he's had the second most points of any fantasy tight end with 42 so far this year. With that, that concludes the Roman League episode. The Commanders suffered their first loss of the season last week. It was an ugly one they needed to bounce back from against a tough opponent this week in Philadelphia. Even if they don't win, they need to respond to build confidence in this team and season going forward. I'll be back next week looking back at the Eagles game and previewing the week five Thursday night football matchup versus the Chicago Bears. You can follow me on Twitter at FLScout21 and Instagram at League underscore pod. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe. This is your host, Tyler Roman, signing off. See you next time.